Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. That's right, it's Thursday night. That means it's beer show night right here on 1500 ESPN online. You can always find us on 1500ESPN.com and also available on Podcast One. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, sir. How you doing, Reavers? I am good. Uh, Manny Hill also here as well. And I actually saw something earlier this week, and I wanted to get both of your guys' opinion on this. Okay. Um, Because we're kind of in the middle of that time of the season Wedding season. You know, yes. we're in wedding season. A lot of us go to a lot of weddings dur- during the course of the summer. And um, I don't remember why I stumbled across this. If it was a, a Dear Abby thing or, you know, what I don't, is Dear Abby still a thing? I, I think no so. Idea. Well, it's Dear Jenny now or something. But like. a guy wrote, and it. I wish I could pull it up and send it to you, but a guy wrote... A blog, and I don't even care if it was made up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care what's. It was this good because it was so good. Okay. But he got invited to his ex girlfriend's wedding. Oh, I, I I've been invited to ten ex girlfriends' weddings. Your kid? No, I'm invited right now. My ex girlfriend's getting married in Montenegro, and she invited me and my current girlfriend. Are you going? Uh, no, it's in Montenegro, so I think we decided to pass. But, okay. Well, I mean, honest guy, that it's. I, I, would you I, have I, gone if it was like in the United States yeah, somewhere? I don't know. Why not? I, I, I'm I'm de- not kidding. I've probably been invited to ten ex girlfriends' weddings. Okay, I knew if I brought this up, oh. I could count on my ex girlfriends that I even lived with. So I lived with a girl for a, a few years. You must be good. She married one of my good friends. Okay, and they invited me to their wedding in Germany. So. All right, so then you answer my question. Yeah, it's but, not but, that weird. No, well, well, here was my question. So he said, the way he laid it out was, I know I'm a token invite, and they expect, or they, 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 in some way, she wants a gift out of me or something oh. like that. The way that he wrote okay. it. Okay. Um, but he said, no, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up. And he did. Oh. He sh- he showed up without a without a date. Okay. But he basically wrote this entire th- a bit about it because it was a retreat like weekend getaway style um wedding okay and so he went yep i'll be there put me down for chicken or he you know whatever bring a date he should you gotta bring a date well, but, but, right? but the point bring was the girl you can so find. i guess because there's always that and apparently you've done this so it wasn't that big of a deal for you i just was curious i because i've never had that experience before. i don't think um this is me personally a little behind the curtains behind mike fratelloni oh sure once i Let date somebody end. and i'm done it's like oh you know that person's really nice now we're friends and I truly am. I just moved to that friend. It's we're yeah. done now. We've whatever the reason we don't date anymore. Whatever. So honest to God, it it doesn't even seem remotely weird to me. Okay. One of my um, well, it's it, it's weird. I'm not even gonna go. Okay, tell that good. Story. You self edited. <laughs> I on did. The fly. I was like, I well, tell right can away. I tell that story? No. Uh, because that is the one thing. Um, having gone through it, where you know, at my wedding, there were. 
would be be very sensitive sure. here, but I think there were five different cases of either friends or family members on on both sides, my my side of the family and my wife's side of the family, where we had to kind of keep distance between certain people. Well, that's because you and your wife were cousins too, so that that's was well, right. I mean, I grew up in southern Minnesota; she was in Iowa, so there's just that thing, roughly, you know, yes, you're probably somehow related. But it was it it was a there was a little bit of that because there's always going to be some type of awkwardness at a gathering like that, no matter what goes on. Sure, I'm not a, you know, I hate to break the news to people, but weddings suck. And they just you suck. think so? They, I like they're weddings. the worst. Why? You're spending a f- huge fortune for one night. You don't even remember what happened there, sure. right? When I got married, my wedding was just stupidly huge. I had a, so here's a story. I had, I'm my wedding. There was 500 people that came to my wedding. Right? Wow. Just dumb. I don't know 500 people, so it was dumb. So I had this woman <laughs> come up to me, and it's um, it's super stressful, and you're like kind of people keep talking to you, and you don't know everybody, and I'm horrible with names. And she comes up to me, and she goes. Hi, Michael. Do you remember me? And she's an older lady. And I was like, oh, no. remind and, me. And she kept asking me if I remembered her. And I said, I'm so sorry. And she goes, well, you probably haven't seen me since you were four years old. And it was my grandmother's neighbor. And I thought, how are you at my wedding? Who are you? I had no concept. And why, of, if the last time I saw you was, was when I was four. four. Why did, and why are you <laughs> grilling me thinking that I'd remember you? And then I just, at that, that was literally the penultimate moment of my wedding where I was like, I'm done. That's it. Like right. I, I'm, I'm done. Out. I'm out. I'm not going to talk to anybody anymore. I'm going <laughs> to actually eat my food and I'm going to do it. That we got up to do the, the, you know, the, the daughter dad dance and then sure. the mother son dance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I look around and my mom had left. I'm like, okay, if my mom can leave, I can leave. <laughs> right. If my mom's out, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. If my mom said this is too many people. Okay, we're out of here. I'll go with you on this. Yes. I, Cause I, I actually enjoy weddings for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than a dry wedding. Oh, I never that, uh, that I won't even go. I, I won't even go. Oh, really? You're not serving booze? Uh, I'm out. Uh, I'm not showing <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, you don't want to do Here's that. a gift card. Here's a gift. We're sending it to uh, you. But I, you, you. So when you were... To elevated. You were, yeah, right. Exactly. When you were talking about that, um, because at my wedding, we... So the reception hall, we got we got married uh, where it was a, it was a nice place where... Two weddings could go on at the same time because okay. it was a big, expansive ballroom. You can get a little area. crossover, maybe. Oh, we did. Oh, nice. Because uh, I had provided an open bar oh, for the reception part, sure. and I pretty much, I think we were just shy of three hundred. We so were like two seventy five, yeah. okay. you know, in that in that in that range. And I pretty much knew everybody that was coming, whether it was friends or family members, what have mm-hmm. you. And I kept noticing. Random guys uh-huh. that were around my age because I got married just before I turned thirty. Yeah, you would definitely know those guys. And if they I were said, at your wedding. I said, I don't recognize. And there were four of them, mm-hmm. and they kept, you know, like they were trying to play it cool. Okay, and they kept looking around and like, oh, hey, what's going on? You know, yeah. and I so I finally walked up to him. I said, Hey, guys, how are you? And he's like, Cool, man, cool. Hey, great wedding. Thanks so much for having us. And I said, What's my name? Oh, <laughs> and he said, Well, you're you're the groom. And I said, I know. I know. That wasn't my question. I'm the one paying the bar tab. I said, that wasn't my question. Mm. And he said, oh, you know, we're just, and I said, okay, you can have those beers. Go yeah. back over there. I'm not going to make a scene. Mm. I said, but come on. Yeah. You know, and I, so I was pretty, I was yeah. pretty surprisingly, because I, well, because I was sober, but mm. I was surprisingly <laughs> calm and cool about it. Because my brother was like, oh, I'm good. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, Shut no, up. This is we're not going to fight him. We're not going to fight some <laughs> random guy. You know? It is amazing the drama that happens at weddings. Oh, that People God. just lose their minds. Yeah. See, you're a little young. You're only 40. But at some point in time, you'll start, all your friends will start getting divorced. Right? <laughs> and then you'll have divorce parties. 
Really? Well, I mean, kind of. Okay. Like, what what I oh, call like a divorce a, hey, party let's is... let's get together for Mike or no, whatever. No, like that kind of it's thing? like where a guy goes insane for about two years after he gets divorced. But those are the best two years of his life. Because he goes relatively nuts. I can and, attest to that. Right? Okay. Manny, that did, is right. Did you have right. a party? Yeah. Have, have you been married before? Yeah, I have. Oh, I did not know that. It was, it was, it was brief. Okay. It was a blink of an eye. Those are always the best kind of marriages. Yeah. We had a little uh, get-together, probably about... Two years or so okay. after uh, after the whole thing was over, it yeah. was it was nice, just family and friends and had Did a couple of drinks and stuff. Yeah, it was it was cool. Nice. See, that's it's not. We didn't, we didn't really make a huge thing out of it, but it was just like my sister was like, "Yeah, let's let's have a big get together because the the paperwork and everything had finally was finalized. finalized okay. and everything. So yeah, see, I thought it's kind of fun that that's a. You know, you can't take this life too seriously, right? It's too many things can happen. So you got to make a party out of everything. Whether you get divorced or whatever, wasn't meant to be. Hey, it's on. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's going to be a fun <laughs> night. Right? That's what the beer show is all about, too. Oh, Living the alpha life it and is. feeling kind of good and enjoying life. Right? Why not? Don't get too stressed out about this stuff. I, I do agree with that. But but for me, yeah, yeah, okay, I, I, I can go along with that. I can, yeah. I can completely. Uh, I'm not suggesting anybody gets divorced. I love, by the way, that you're like, well, all of your friends are now going to get Well, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's there is a huge percentage of my friends not not half of them it is like 75 percent of my friends really have gotten i have a one buddy who's been married and divorced from the same woman three times wait what yep the same th- same Whoa. same guy just as loved this woman okay married and divorced three times wow that's a lot that's commitment well when as you're saying that I, i'm reminded i was the the best man in a really good friend of mine's wedding um twice okay and <laughs> that's nice the second time um i kind of i did the here we are you know blah 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 and then i i stopped about 15 seconds and went oh Sorry, sorry, bud. That was my speech. No, from last you time. did oh, not. 100%. Yeah. Oh, and you got to be because kidding I me. knew. I knew number one because the, the the gal that he married the second time was awesome, and she okay. thought she thought, she thought it was it funny. Was funny. Yeah. Her family not so much, but I didn't care because okay. I'm never going to see those people. I'm sure. only going to be dealing with her. <laughs> yeah. And then I all because I could tell that that kind of set or that 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 sat wrong with a lot of people mm-hmm. in the room. I was going to conclude it with, and don't worry, buddy. I'm gonna be here for you next time. Too. Oh, good. You know, I good. was gonna, that way, a good I, thing you didn't you conclude know, with and that. I thought, yeah. I'm gonna leave that part of it out yeah. of the. Out I'm of not the gonna story. rip this speech up because the third time will even be better. But it got the oh, oh and then, don't you and love then that? the laughter kind of built up after. Like I can't believe you just went there, but he did. So let's you know, we're, oh, cause we're you're here to kidding. have fun. That is, that's what. Hey, Manny. So the gal you're dating now, do you, uh, you're gonna do this again? Has she been married before? No, no. So that see, that's a conundrum, right? He's done the wedding already, sure. But he's got a gal that he loves, and she needs to have this wedding again. And he's thinking, then they're done that, right? We can just run down. Let's go take another cruise someplace, and let's spend double this time. Paul the Roycey. What's that? What did Roycey Roycey do? Loves telling the story. He's like, we we were in Vegas. Was he covering a fight? Right? Wasn't he covering a fight? I think he and the now Mrs. Roycey were in Vegas. He. I can't remember if she was just there with him to, to turn it into kind of a vacation, but mm-hmm. they were there together. Sure. They were walking by the chapel. They said, hey, want to get married? And that's what they did. Oh, uh, see, that's, that's a lovely I way to do it. I signed it in pencil. I signed it in pencil. <laughs> just in case he wants to erase it. <laughs> yeah, but that's what he sees. That that was our big ceremony. Oh, we just see. we were in Vegas, and let's do this. The only thing he regrets, though, is that, they, that he didn't get 
the Elvis impersonator. Sure. To do the... Class uh, it up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, come on. I mean, yeah. you're in Vegas. When are you uh, going to... Anyway. How did we talk about this? I don't know how we got there, but we did uh, for some strange reason. So uh, that's Manny Hill. That's Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Uh, my name is Chris Reavers. We're going to step aside for just a brief moment and come back with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits for the weekly beer run. This, ladies and gentlemen, is The Beer Show. I can get you buzzed. Get you You're tuned in to the beer show yeah, I can fix on fifteen hundred ESPN. B double E double R U N beer run. The only thing possibly more important than what beer you're drinking is where to get it from. It's a double Let's make a beer run with the guys from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. As fifteen hundred ESPN's beer show now continues. That's right, it's time for the weekly beer run right here on The Beer Show, 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. And we welcome in our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities, folks, at the corner of Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. But first, congratulations are in order for new dad, Ryan, who is here in studio, and he's probably Ooh, doing you, it thank you. just to be away from the screaming baby. Right. You know what? He hasn't been too bad. Okay, good. You know? good. I think, I, think uh, you know, I don't know. I have no basis for this, but I feel like he's, I feel like he's, uh, he's pretty chill for, for a, a newborn. You know, yeah. it's only nine days old today, I think. That's but, awesome. Well, congrats um, again, man. I know we Has were he sharing. done anything impressive that you're like, oh my, did you see him smile? I think he winked at that time. Isn't it or great too? Because everything is documented. Yes, yeah, it's like, everything. It's every no single thing. What. I know we're, look, we're looking for these things. I think, I think we're seeing things that may not even really be happening. Like of we course. think he smiled, but we're not quite sure. Right. But uh, he's 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 great. He's fun to look at. I, I feel like I just can stare at him for hours. It's, yeah. a, it's a really cool experience. Mom doing good. Everybody's doing good. Yeah, she's doing great. great. You know, it's um. <laughs> She she had a great pregnancy and uh, she's she's really enjoying motherhood so far. One of the things that she really was looking forward to after having uh, Carter, which is our son's name, was uh, a, a craft beer. Of course, right? <laughs> um, it's the old pump and dump. Everybody does it, right? Exactly. So the 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 beer that she was most looking forward to was Ballast Point. You're joking. Sculpin. That's yeah. awesome. In fact, she wanted the Aloha variant of Sculpin, specifically because that came out while she was pregnant. Oh, she she, she couldn't try it. She couldn't try it. So Delayed uh, gratification is what they call that. Exactly. So, so did you bring a bottle of it to the hotel or to the hospital room? Excuse me? I did, yeah. We packed up some of Fantastic. the cooler and, and she was able to try it and uh, and she loved it. And, and it just so happens that we have Ballast Point here with us this evening. Yeah, that is called out. a segue, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, fantastic. And I know Ballast Point's one of your big, big time favorites, I mean, too, I so. think, you know, they're they're definitely top three for me. And yeah. uh, we've got Gabby in studio with us tonight from Ballast. Welcome back, Gabby. Oh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, Ballast Point's presence here in the Twin Cities is, is fairly strong. And I only know this because of... Your appearances here on the beer show, which is, and and, and I, I have now become a huge fan of, of your guys' product as well. Well, excellent. We make great beer. So as long as uh, everybody continues to enjoy it, we'll keep bringing it here to Minnesota. So and- I'm going to just reset this, Reavers, because this is what they do. Tell us all about where Ballast Point is and when it started, because some people that yes. are listening have no idea what Ballast Point is. Sure. Well, the brewery was started in 96, but we actually started as a homebrew supply store in 93. So okay. they founded this homebrew supply store. They started brewing beer to teach people how to use the ingredients that they were selling. And that quickly became more popular than the homebrew supply side of things. And this is not in Minnesota. This no, is it's in, in San, San Diego, Diego, California. So Terrible the, part of the country. Yeah, it's awful. The weather is crap. <laughs> sure. um, but you can still go to that original homebrew mart location in addition to the six other locations we have in California. 
Wow. So in, now, uh, 22 years later, we have a production brewery in Virginia. We just opened a tap room in Chicago in May. So that's in the Fulton Market neighborhood. I'm really bad with Chicago. Because I have some green room shenanigan stories oh, that please. I have. Yeah. So 22 years ago, they started as a home brew company, mm-hmm. right? And 22 years later, they sold their company mm-hmm. for $1.1 billion. Correct. Yeah, to Constellation Brands, which is an American-owned company based out in New York. Um, they own a number of products that people are super familiar with, like Svedka Vodka, Robert Mondavi. Um, we distribute the Corona Modelo brands in the United Corona States. Corona Premier. Mm-hmm. Drank a lot of that. Yeah. I love it. There's uh, always new stuff coming out from them, too. They have some flavored malt beverages from Svedka that you'll see. They also purchased... Uh, um, <laughs> Gosh. Western Standard. Well, so Western Standard is the name of the beer. Uh, High West is the name of the distillery. So we, they purchased that a year ago. It's one of the best distilleries in the United States for making blended whiskey. Cool. Um, and we get all the access to the barrels now. So as a brewery, oh, we decided sure. to feature those in a brand that's specific to High West. So Western Standard will be tested in Minneapolis starting the end of August, the beginning of September. And so this is a... a- Prohibition style lager mm-hmm. that's then been aged in whiskey barrels from High West. Um, amazing to- beer. We we sampled this in the in the green room. Oh, um, we're we're gonna see this launch in September. I mean, is this is this gonna be a year round thing that we see as its own brand or is this? A- it's its own brand. Hopefully, it'll do super well and we'll see it forever. Um, they're testing it here, Arizona and Utah. So it's up to us if we like it, buy it. You know, continue buying it and then we'll continue making it. And see that how is it goes. so weird here, Arizona and Utah. They we're the biggest it. market outside of like the right. East and West Coast, right? So we know we're going to drink a lot of because we drink a lot of beer here. Arizona is moderate. Utah's nothing. They don't have anything in Utah. Well, I mean, you can, you can barely, state, yeah. yeah, but you can barely <laughs> drink beer. To have a distillery in Utah is kind of weird. You're surprised it didn't get burned down. Or you're the sleeping giant. Yeah, you could be the one beer that everyone's you like, know. this is our beer. Right, I guess. I, don't know. I think sometimes people just radio. choose locations because they like it there. You know, it's gorgeous. Could be it too. Yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous. Absolutely and one gorgeous. of the founders of uh, High West is actually from Minnesota. So, oh, really? I think that's part of why their distillery does so well in this market, like the homerism that we have here mm-hmm. in Minneapolis, and then. Um, so that's obviously why. So when we have Western Standard on for an exclusive beer show appearance, maybe we have him on. We should see if, yeah, uh, uh, if he'll join us. He's cool. apparently I'm able to get him to do things here. Cool. So. You uh, wouldn't even ask. We could just say the beer show in Minneapolis. You'd be like, give me a flight number. <laughs> uh, Gabby from Ballast Point is here with us on the beer show, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Two tastings this weekend, Friday in Minneapolis from 5 to 7, and Saturday in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5 p.m. Gabby, you said something interesting, um, that you guys have six locations in California. Did I hear that correctly? Correct. So that's amazing. I know California is a gigantic state. But that's but- not the tap room. That's the, the homebrew well, so one one is a homebrew mart location, oh, but there's a tap room okay. in that you can buy beer. Okay, um, eat, all of them are tap rooms. Some of them are oh. restaurants too. Oh wow! Uh, I didn't see. We can't do that in Minnesota. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. California pretty much it's open capital. Open season. You know, like right. you yeah, we can't sell make kegs pornography out of here either. But only in California. <laughs> he went there, and now I'm well, going to transition from that to Disney World. Because Disneyland. I'm sorry, because I I made the trek out there back in February with my wife and kids, and thank God you guys exist because you guys got me through that trip with my two young children. But. So we we made the drive from San Diego up to up to Disneyland for the day. And I had been to Disney World before with my wife and obviously Disneyland is a fraction of the size, but it was kind of cool and whatnot. Um but you guys are now going to have a 
presence in there. Yep. What's so th- that's really cool. Tell yeah, me Disney about this. people just kept checking out tap rooms all over California, trying to find a brewery that they wanted to incorporate into their park. And they chose us. They approached us after several visits. We impressed them. So they're even allowing us to change the facade of the the building that we're taking over. But and, and you guys are so identified as, you know, a Southern California beer. I mean, when I was out there, you guys were all over the place. So you're yeah. going to be in Disneyland? In Disneyland. Because they just recently allowed, just started allowing booze yeah, in correct. Disneyland, right? Yeah. Well, that's well, a that, recent thing. Oh, yeah. The, in Disney World, only Epcot Center could sell booze. But all of the other kingdoms, from, I know this were dry because you'd go there with your kids for nine hours and you'd be thinking to yourself, oh my God, someone pours some booze into my I need alcohol and I need it now. And now they opened it up. So they were really concerned that people would just go nuts, right? And and, But thank God. I don't know how crazy people can go with like $25 drink drinks, you know? Right. I mean, hey. hey. Trust me. So how is that going to work? Where are you guys going to be located? I don't know the exact location off the top of my head and it hasn't opened yet. So TBD, somebody a little bit, I've never been to Disneyland, only world. Okay. So my quick story with you guys. So we're staying at a at a, at a nice uh, hotel. I don't know, maybe five miles away from the airport towards um, towards. Uh, oh my God! Why can't I think of the uh, Mission Beach uh, or Mission Bay? Excuse me. And uh, we're there's a couple of places that are pubs that are nearby and whatnot. So the first day we were there, we did the beach. We did, but we're exhausted because we had traveled all day. We're at the beach all day, and all I wanted was a beer. And it got to be to that time where. I either needed to go right now to the liquor store or I needed to, you know, I was going to go to go to bed Well, I'm walking down and the concierge says, well, sir, are you here for the for the free happy hour? And I said, yes, I am. Yes, I am. And <laughs> that was so, a dumb question. <laughs> so having not know not, not knowing nothing about this, uh, there was kind of the area where they would have the, the breakfast uh, buffet and things like that. And they said, well, this is our breakfast area. But at night from five to seven for our guests, we have a, a free happy hour tasting and blah, blah, blah. And I went. Thank you, Jesus. And I walked in, and there was Ballast Point on nice. tap. And I said, I will be here every bleeping day at <laughs> 5 o'clock. Can I come early? And they said, we'll be here. You So you guys saved me on day one of my vacation. Well, and California is so good to us. We're the number one. Uh, well, Sculpin's the number one beer in San Diego, which is a big effing deal. You yes, know? it is. Like, that's, and that's, that's what was on tap there was yeah. Sculpin, yeah. And and here, people prefer the grapefruit. And no judgment there, but like so original grapefruit Sculpin. outsells regular Sculpin? In Minnesota. In Minnesota. Does it really? Wow. So grapefruit, what? What's the name of it? What are grapefruit they Sculpin. Okay, just. So it's just the, that same Sculpin, but it has a bit of grapefruit uh the peel and the pith of the fruit, so you just get the essential oils, kind of ups up the citrus factor in it a little bit. Is that why? Because it's not as bitter. Is that is that why it probably sells better here? Or what, what do you equate it to? Wait, 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 I think wait. It, it's it's what, kind of peel. I know what a what peel is. Pe- a pith is the white part. So inside of so the that's a part of the smart. orange that I'm spitting out all the time. But this is in a grapefruit. <laughs> yeah, and you're mashing in there, and it's delicious. I but that's you. where the essential oils are. That's okay. where you get the aroma and the flavor. I had no idea what that was called. Yeah, you know, listen to this show once a week for an hour, we and you will stuff. leave slightly dumber. But then you'll hear one word <laughs> about pith. You can use that on words for with friends. Maybe. That's right. <laughs> well, how, how because Sculpin's been your guys's trademark beer, right? For, for Sculpin's some been time. around for twenty two years. Fifteen years. Uh, it's 15. not. I think two thousand five. So thirteen. Okay, but how how old has or how long has grapefruit Sculpin been around? Then that is about four years. Four years. Okay, because I was going to say I always identify Sculpin as your flagship. Yep, and as it your is. flagship beer. And, and what we've done is we just mess around with Sculpin. So uh, this last year we released Aloha Sculpin, which is made with a different yeast. It gives it a really tropical flavor, but it's still all the same malts and hops that are in original Sculpin. It's still seven percent alcohol. Um, coming up in the fall this year, we'll have Spruce Tip Sculpin, which is going to be 
I find spruce tips very fruity. Um, they're the young part of the spruce as it's growing. It's not piney at all, but that's kind of the image that gets in your head. So mm-hmm. it's going to be really interesting for everybody to give it a shot. I'm that will excited. be interesting. That doesn't, no offense, that doesn't scream to me like, oh, I need to <laughs> spruce tips. Sure. You know, that that's a way. Grapefruit, yes. Spruce tips. Oh, right. Reavers, you're looking to, at me To like me, that. it tastes a lot like coriander. Uh, so it has like that fruity, like almost like fruity pebbles-ish flavor to oh, it. Sure. Well, well I, I was going to say no I'm, I'm only sold. because I love Sculpin, so I will try something that's, yeah, that's different. Yeah, try it. And I'm sure it's delicious, but I just think of chewing on the top of my And we Christmas don't tree. tend to go overkill with our flavors. Sure. Either. We want it to be a compliment, not something that... Pass one of those over here, because I, I want to try one. Well, yeah. while you do that, uh, Gabby, by the way, with, with Ballast Point Brewery here with us, uh, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, uh, walk us through, uh, A, the other beers that are sitting here in, in front of me, but also the rest of them God, I hate you, Fratelloni. Also, the other ones that are on uh, in your portfolio. Sure. Well, we make a lot of beers. We've recently scaled back what's available in this market, but it went from like 30 to like 18 or something. So it's still... 30 at one time? It was nuts. Wow. It was crazy town. But uh, what I brought today was what's available, and we call it our Discovery 12-pack. So it's our, our lower tier, lower cost items uh, that typically run about $8 a six-pack, but there's a 12-pack available at Elevated. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Tart Peach Kolsch is the current seasonal. It's a slightly tart peach-flavored Kolsch, so nice and light. It's my jam in the summertime. It's sure. super good. So yeah. tasty. And it's fun, too. Like it, It's not intimidating, so I've been able to get all kinds of soccer moms to try it. <laughs> uh, Fathom at is... At a soccer game. Right. <laughs> then they Your kid's home. terrible. You need yeah. this. <laughs> Mom, why are you calling Uber up? Just get in the car. <laughs> I think there's a certain amount of alcohol involved in watching any kids sports yes. maybe yeah. that's just for me yeah. t-ball uh, Wednesday nights it's, it's awesome <laughs> uh, Fathom is our lower cost IPA it's a newer recipe it's 6% alcohol a little bit smaller than Sculpin but I actually find it super easy drinking and it is very a little bit more approachable a little bit less complex than Sculpin um, so if maybe you don't need to waste that extra three dollars a six pack it's a good choice well and it's nice that we have 12 packs of just Fathom too yeah, and Fathom's so good. It's, uh, it's I mean, you can get a 12-pack of Fathom for cheaper than a 12-pack of Fulton. Right. Sorry, which one's which one's Fathom again? Uh, is that right the one? Over here. Oh, Fathom. that one Mike's got. Okay. Do you know, okay, okay. Uh, quiz, do you know what a Fathom is? I just learned this in the green room. I'm about to find out. Go ahead, Gabby. Fathom is a measure of distance underwater. So it's six feet. It's supposed to be a grown man's arm length. Okay. But I only, I, I teach that story so people stop calling it Phantom. <laughs> Because it's it doesn't have an animal. <laughs> it's just, it's just it has a really sweet diver, like old school diver helmet on the back. Sure, um, mm. it's my favorite logo we have. But that yeah, it's a cool logo. People come up and say Phantom, and then I'm like, that has a PH in it. If but. you want to sound really cool, go to your local pool and Carver with your kids and say, hey kids, um, swim two fathoms to me, <laughs> and all the people will be like. What's a fathom? He must own a boat. That's that's exactly right. He must have been a scuba diver (laughs) in the Navy. (laughs) What? So what is the unit of measurement? It's this. Exactly a six foot man's arms. arms. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm roughly six foot. That's it, baby. Nice. Fathom. You You fathom that. You are one fathom. Thank you. That's what you are. We're on the ocean, the Pacific Ocean. We have a lot of sport fishermen in our brewery. So we tend to gravitate towards nautical terms, but we're just like with the amount of breweries in the United States, we're just slowly running out. You know of names. So. Sure, they're coming up with seasick pine. <laughs> they're not. I'm, I'm curious because Ryan is actually the one a couple of years ago that really put me on this. The, the the Southern California you know craft beer scene, for those that aren't familiar, is ridiculously oh, yeah. great. It's it's I mean some of the the best beers in the world. Yeah, right? I mean from Stone to Ballast and Green and Flash, for, Green Flash, yeah, and, and with, for Ballast to have Sculpin still kind of that's the quintessential exactly where I was going. West Coast IPA. Yep. 
even over some of those other brands. I mean, that's quite an accomplishment. And it's no wonder they got $1.2 billion for that. That's amazing. Well, and, and we really, I mean, I'm not the only one who says this. Other people have credited us with this. Because we opened that homebrew supply store, we created this mm-hmm. in a way. You know, uh, people were finally able to purchase ingredients and brew them same day instead of mail ordering them and getting sure. God knows what. So because of us and because of White Labs and the, the brewing you know, things that popped up all over San Diego is why there's such good breweries in San Diego. And they've just been around a little longer than ours here. Not to say ours won't get there, but, you know, we've got a little bit of a head start. So let me ask you, Gabby, because you guys have such a strong flagship in Sculpin, does it, and and you guys have been been at this now for, for a number of years, does it afford you and allow you to become a little bit more flexible and creative in some of your off brands or, or does it, make it, uh, I guess, a little bit more difficult for you guys because there is such a high standard for what people expect when they see a Ballast Point beer on the shelf. We have so many tap rooms that we get to play around a lot. So because we have the six in California, the one in Chicago, the one in Virginia, they all have about 60 to 100 tap lines in them. They're all Ballast Point all the time. Wow. Holy crap. So we have to fill those with wow, things. Wow, that's a lot of creativity someone yeah. has to come up we, with. We yeah. all brew as employees. We have a research and development facility in uh, Little Italy in San Diego. Mm-hmm. So we all go there. We develop recipes. We brew stuff. It goes on tap. They decide whether they like it, the consumers. Mm-hmm. And then it eventually, hopefully, gets made into a beer if it's good. If it doesn't, maybe it never gets seen, sees the light of day again, you know. But people still appreciate being part of it, being part of the input process. And in my part, you know, Sculpin was two employees, came up with a homebrew recipe. Um, I actually helped name Benito Blonde. Did you really? I mean, just, you know, like they were asking us for fish names. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> what we're, beer we're did you come home. up with, though? You uh, we, said all employees were, were were instructed that they had to come up with a beer. I helped brew a uh, Baltic porter a year ago that never went anywhere, but it was still fun. We mm-hmm. still got to sure. brew on the system. You and never I, know. I mean, it's I, I don't have. Uh, so I own a chain of hardware stores, Gabby. You may or may not know that. I don't have test stuff that I sell. I can't have a million people come in and say, "Oh, I need that Scotts fertilizer." That doesn't. That doesn't. But if I own a tap room, I can test mm-hmm. beer out, and I can have people so, saying. I don't want anything besides that Sculpin. And I think to myself, huh, Sculpin seems to be quite popular. I should maybe put that in a can and sell 75 it lines of it. That would yeah, be the friend only rule. Honest to God, I mean, that, that is incredible. And, and we tell the guys in town to do that same thing. And, and it's, it is funny when we have guys that run breweries here and they say, oh, it's extremely popular. We can't even like keep the tap lines. Oh, yeah, we're shutting it down for four months. It's like, oh, oh, why? Right. Yeah. In this market today, if something's popular, you ride that as hard as you can because it's getting. It's what we did with Sculpin. I mean, we could have just chose to leave it a small seasonal. We could have just chose to make it once a year. And, and it is expensive to make. It, it's a very like a lot of hops that are very mm-hmm. costly in that beer. We could have changed it, made it different, cheaper to make so that we could sell it at a lower cost. But we didn't do those things. We chose mm-hmm. to keep its integrity and make as much of it as we could. So, you know, there's always going to be haters out there that say, sure. like, it's changed or, like, they brew it in Mexico, which isn't true. And it would have to be on the can. It's you like know? bands. Oh, they got too big, man. I'm not a fan <laughs> yeah. anymore, right? I mean, we all believe in capitalism when it happens to us, you know, just mm. not to other but people. But at the same time, <laughs> you want to be like a craft brewer until someone offers you $1.1 $1. $1 billion. Well, but not even that. I always tell this to people because, you know, there's so many, and Ryan knows this better than anybody, there are always new people that are trying craft beer for the first time sure. that maybe have been drinking domestic beer or other types of beer and say, wow, I just discovered Ballast Point and this is really good stuff. Well, I think it's important to remember that 80% of beer drinkers are not drinking craft mm-hmm. beer still, right. right? So there's there's a huge untapped market. And with you guys having these tap rooms, you know, essentially coast to coast now, you're getting test markets in different regions. You can really uh, kind of hone in on what 
what uh, your audience wants and, and deliver on it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they're brewing beer in Chicago, too. So, like, I know they've done a New England IPA there and a couple of other things. And, and they've only been open since May. Wow. So, let, me, let me ask this, Gabby. So you're the salesperson for this market and uh, surrounding areas, I assume. Have you noticed it being easier or harder to get tap lines because you're not local? I have this theory that I've been developing the last couple of months that local bars are saying, I don't know if I want local tap rooms on my on my selection anymore because they're competing with me so tightly. Have you noticed that there's a ease of... I wish that were the case. Okay, that's not no. the case. Okay. No, not really. And I mean, I think it'll she come She just pulled the, I'm super cool, Mike. Did you see that? No, but no. I mean, I... No, I, I, I mean, I really... I, 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 I can see bars that... saying, I'll take Ballast Point because that's a well-known premium brand. Mm -hmm. And then I don't have to worry about someone selling the same thing down the road in their tap room. I mean, I, that's solid logic. Mm. It's just not what's happening. They, okay. they, li they listen to consumers as they should, you know, sure. and, and consumers want local. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I mean, we do okay for ourselves. I mean, the suburbs are a little stronger for us uh, just because, you know, as the marketing person, we have marketing dollars to spend, whereas mm -hmm. some of these smaller guys might not. Okay. Um, you know, it, we're doing just fine in the state of Minnesota. There's continued growth, but it's never going to be what it was five years ago. And, and, that's, and that's due to the, the the growth. There's yeah, just more breweries. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think it's good long term for beer as a whole because people are being exposed to to beer more. You know, if a brewery opens across the street from you and you've only drank Bud Light your whole life, you're going to go check it out. Mm -hmm. Maybe you hate it, maybe you don't. I'd like to think they probably like it because sure. it's where my brain went eventually. So. All right, so Gabby, people are hearing this and they're like, wow, i got to find out more information about this. I've never tried Ballast Point. Sure. Even though I don't know how that's possible. Uh, how do people find out more information about you guys? Uh, we are on all of the medias, so Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Ballast Point uh, Brewing, and then uh, ballastpoint.com is a good way to look it up. If you're in Chicago, you should check out the tap room because it's gorgeous. There's a rooftop patio, and they have tons of fun stuff on tap. And then lots of us like to travel to San Diego. Oh, my God. I know. It's so nice. Uh -huh. <laughs> So if you do go out there, the the location in Little Italy is very close to the airport. It's the one that I recommend everybody go. Check Hear out. that, boys? Beer show road yes, trip, right. San Diego. <laughs> Gabby, uh, you need to get us all. No, so that'll yes. be yeah. That's that'll be a destination for all of us. You know a girl now. I so, do. Yeah. I do. We're just gonna go in and say we know Gabby. Duh. Let us Duh. in. It she might made work. that Baltic coals <laughs> that never worked at the tap room. <laughs> and it's not called Phantom, by the way. I know this because Gabby told me. Uh, that's awesome. Okay, so again, Friday, Minneapolis from 5 to 7 p.m., Saturday in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5 p.m., uh, Ballast Point, one of the best craft breweries around, and they will be sampling their beer for free at both locations. Yeah, you never want to miss a Ballast Point tasting. When you get a chance to try these beers for free, you have to take advantage. What's really cool is that Gabby's going to be bringing some sample bottles of uh, Western Standard, the, Sweet. the beer that we talked about earlier. I mean, sample as in, like, the label's not even really right. correct. Yeah, they're yeah. not even... I have, like, a finished bottle and then, like, a one that's made with, like, labels from... A that's, stick figure. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it looks like a label that I'd make on my it PC hasn't at even, home. Like, I think it hasn't even, like, been cool, delivered yeah. to the yeah. state yet. It's kind of so. white label, you know? Yeah. Um, so this is going to be available at both tastings. We're going to kind of make it an exclusive, you know, beer show offering. So she's going to have it behind the tasting bar. Yeah, you'll have you, to ask. If okay. you mention that you I, listen I to the beer show... Secret Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you'll get you'll get a little sample. But I'll so. make sure to have everything, and we have a really big selection, so lots of fun stuff to try. And we should see this one drop again at the end of August, early September, mm -hmm. so you should be able to buy it in the next month or so. Um, so, again, go to the tastings. And just one quick point, too, one thing of note. You know, we talked about premium. We talked about Sculpin being expensive. But when we look at the marketplace right now, you know, we're looking at like twelve ninety nine for a six-pack of 12-ounce bottles of Sculpin, right, in a place where... We're seeing a lot of these local guys charging $14, $15 mm -hmm. for a four-pack. So 
I think it's kind of unfair to call Sculpin expensive at this point. Premium. Premium, yeah. sure. It's but just still, the perception. I mean, sure. if you look at other local brands that have 16-ounce tall boys that sell in four-packs, if you do the math, you're getting more ounces for less dollars on our product. Yes, and and I think in in, in many ways, it's it's a more refined, uh, better product, too. So I think that's something. We have a quality lab. And you made a good point, too, because I got to imagine that this 12-pack, if someone's, oh, I'm going out to the cabin or I'm going to a family reunion, grab one of these because you're not going to go wrong. No, there's something for everybody in there. And it's inexpensive. Yep. It's a it's a fantastic uh, offering that they have. And Thank you, you guys at Elevated are all over social media as well. Yes, we are. Uh, Instagram more and more so. Check us out there. Um, you know our our social media director Britt is doing a fantastic job with that. Um, and then is of Britt course, taking some pictures of Carter because. That's what your babies and dogs, right? So I, I think yeah. we have to. I yes. think we have to get <laughs> perhaps baby and riding a dog. Put some bombers yeah. <laughs> in your baby's hand, like, oh my god, he's already drinking beer. Carter yeah. might have to uh, make an appearance on social media soon, but for mm-hmm. right now, he's laying low. Awesome, thank you, buddy. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you again next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Weekly Beer. And more information can be found online at fifteen hundred ESPN dot com. We'll be back. Final segment of the beer show right here on 1500ESPN1500ESPN.com. That was a good beat. Did you like that? I did, Manny. What Michael had asked, and I don't know the answer to the question, what was that song? Love making music. I guarantee you neither one of you have even heard of it. Of course not. We're, no. we're square uh, white nerds. Uh, it is a Detroit hip-hop slash uh, pro, uh, rapper slash producer named Black Milk. He's he actually is going my to be ex-brother-in-law, whatever. He's actually going to be performing <laughs> on uh, Sunday at 7th Street Entry. So, really? And I'm going. Yes. Oh, thanks for the invite. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. going to start calling you Black Milk, Michael. Nothing screams Mike <laughs> Fredle any more than Black Milk. So uh, we were actually just talking to our friend Gabby about a place that uh, I uh, visited last Saturday. We had our friends on from First Draft. Mm-hmm. They had their grand opening uh, last Friday, and I stopped in on Saturday to check the place out uh, for after the Twins game, after Manny and I humiliated ourselves at the Home Run <laughs> Derby against T.C. Bears Saturday afternoon. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Well... In my so, defense, I can't speak for Manny, but I did everything I could not to vomit on the field because I was so hungover Saturday morning. Okay. Because we had to do it yeah, at noon. Yeah, but you currently play baseball. Manny, you don't currently play baseball. I do not. Let's, so, let's use the term currently play loosely. Well, okay, but I mean, up until <laughs> last year, you were playing a lot. Well, wait, 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 wait. Reavers is just puts Bear, on a uniform. That's, right. That's okay, about but, it. but I just TC Bear, is he just a, a stud <laughs> oh, college yeah. player, right? Yeah. So, okay. All right. Plus, so that's, he, he, it's everybody, no one wants to see me or Manny win. Everybody wants the bear. Who cares to what they want to see? You, so, oh, did that make you pull back a little bit? No, no, We're no. Like, I'm going to strike out a few times. No, I don't even think anybody wants to see me swing. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that, and I thought, well, you know, I'm here. Why don't I check this place out? Absolutely. Since I was already down down in that area, you guys, this place is awesome. So and the concept I'm saying of first awesome draft with right? a capital A. It is a bunch of different taps. Seventy some. What did they? It have? was 30, 32. 32 taps, but you can buy beer by the ounce. By the ounce. And taps yes. turn instantly. Or I mean, when they sell one keg, another keg goes on. And they, so you, what it is, it's a touch screen. Mm-hmm. So you you get a wristband, like a digital wristband, when sure. you walk in that links to your your credit card or your check card, whatever. Okay. And on the screen, it'll say, you know, you you, you tap your your wristband there. It'll the light will turn green. And it'll say for this particular beer, like um, okay, I have a ballast point sculpin. Mm-hmm. You're paying no, it's like fifty cents oh, an ounce. Okay, 
So if you want to try an ounce of something, some and some are like the 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 barrel aged stuff was like sixty cents, I think, sure. or whatever. And so, some beers are just more expensive. And than they others. had wine, okay. so you could do a, a glass of wine, which a lot mm. of people were doing. They also had kombucha. Mm-hmm. If you've got non beer drinkers and or not, food and food, mm-hmm. the food was incredible too. Okay. So it they had thirty two different taps, and it was kind of funny watching all of us try to figure it out. You sure. know. Um, but but they had so they also have on the side it'll show you how much is left of that particular keg. Oh really? So if it's getting close, you're you like, oh man, go I, I want to try this okay. one because once that keg is empty, it's gone. It's gone, yeah. and then they replace it with a completely different beer. Yeah, so they might not if, even if be if from the same company. One week from the next week, it could be thirty two different. Yeah. Camps. So the yeah. concept is absolutely brilliant, okay. and it's in a perfect location. If you're if you're going to a Twins game or this weekend, if you're going to a concert at Target Field. So off they're right Washington by Fulton. By Fulton they're right? a, literally a block away from Fulton. Okay. Um, so it would be north of Target Field, um, past Fulton. Sure. It's 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 great. Those guys are going to absolutely kill it in that yeah. neighborhood. I, you know, we have. Uh, I've been to another place that has roughly the same concept in the cities, and I told you you are going to love this. You are going to love it because it doesn't pigeonhole you to just one beer brand. Right. You can go to 32 different taps. 32 different taps is a lot. That's plenty, mm-hmm. right? And very few people can get through more than that. There was a uh, there was a, a bachelor party that was there at the same time that I was. Oh. Um, and these were guys that I could tell had already been to the Twins sure. game. Sure, okay. And were, and were coming here They didn't abstain after. at the Twins game. They said, let's, let's build a base at the <laughs> Twins game and then go to and first draft. there was draft. one guy that said... I'm going to try every... Well, and you think about it... 32 ounces, that's not too bad. It's 32 yeah. ounces maybe of every beer, but sure. I thought, there's no way he's going to get through you every single one of these. You know what about that, though, is if you drank all of those. Okay, what's your drink that you can no longer drink, right? Everyone has that drink where you drank a little too much of it, didn't feel so good. Mine is Goldschlager. I can no longer drink Goldschlager. But Jägermeister. I don't want... Jägermeister. I can't drink yes. Jägermeister. This, so, even, the, even the scent of it... Makes me makes me curdle. So that guy who drank those thirty two taps and then barfed for four days straight will say, "I can't drink Ballast Point." But he'll have <laughs> right. like thirty two different beers. Of all can't drink any of those beers because yeah. they're on my do not drink list. But the thing I was wondering about when I walked in there, and I know that um, you know, kind of the, the tap rooms, local local tap rooms here in the Twin Cities, for the most part, have not replaced. Maybe not might, might not be the right word, but are the new neighborhood pub yeah you know that that, that's just what they are that's why bars are closed but i wonder if this now Mm -hmm. is going to become the new concept that's gonna not replace tap rooms but you wonder if that's the next wave or the next trend that's coming let's go to ballast point right ballast point Mm -hmm. is arguably one of the best ipas sold in america right oh hands down and they're not represented in a tap room here yet i could go to first draft and have five different ballast points, one sure. ounce at a time. Sure. It's like going to a tasting of potentially all the best beers in the United States compared to a tap room. And I want tap rooms to win. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And if they're making great beer, they're going to still win. But it is hard to have that concept not be pretty electric in this town because you can get such variety from all over the United States and local and, and food. The, 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 what helps them out too is, and again, I, I know I say this a lot on this, on this station when it comes to the, the North Loop area. I just cannot believe how much that, that part of the metro oh, has changed crazy in the it? last five years. I mean, I wonder how many people, what, what the population of just that part of Minneapolis is now compared to five years ago. Because there are 
condominium buildings everywhere. and apartment buildings everywhere. Well, I know. tried. There was a hardware store down on Washington, right? Gardner Hardware. Yep. And I met with the owner of Gardner Hardware. I said, I'd like to own Gardner Hardware. I'd like to buy your building. He said, you can't afford it. And I said, well, I don't know. Like, tell me what the price is. And he goes, you can't afford it. And I said, well, come on. I, I, and he said, you can't afford it if you're going to keep it a hardware store because somebody else is going to put a restaurant in here and they're going to make a fortune. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. And sure enough, that's it's a big time restaurant now. And I can't even remember the name of the restaurant. But he was so oh, assured. I didn't even realize. They turned that, that old yep, harbor they, store they, to a restaurant. Yep, they, it, 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 that area is so hot. You know what happened, too, I think? You know downtown really well, sure. right? Downtown Minneapolis at 2 o'clock in the morning when you're leaving a bar, you walk fast. It doesn't feel super comfortable. Right? Sure. Yep, you hope fair. your valet has your car ready. That's fair. Right? But in Correct. the loop, the loop feels pretty clean. You don't care. Yeah. It feels neighborhoody. It feels fine. You don't have to worry about things. And I think the loop is just stealing all of downtown's business. That's a pretty fair assessment, actually. Right? And because there is so much more residential there as opposed to downtown, where there still is a fair amount, sure. but, but it is... It, you're right. Uh, that that is a pretty fair assessment. Yeah. And which is, it's going to someday have to come back to downtown Minneapolis because we need a downtown. We need a strong downtown, right? But you could conceivably say though that the North Loop is. I mean, it's not that far away. No, from but it's downtown. like it's like uptown, right? Uptown stole all that business from downtown, right? And got crazy busy, right? I mean, that's it. Yeah. Just, it does that, and you just. I like a vibrant downtown. I like big buildings. I like going to the Target Center and then walking out and having twenty different bar options, which you kind of do. But now you're thinking, oh wait, I'm going to first eat dinner on, in the Loop, mm-hmm. right? I'm I'm going to go to Bar La Grassa and then go downtown for. But everything in that vein, though, is all cyclical, don't you think? I do. I mean, because you know. <sighs> The downtown area before, like, think think of a time before Target Field, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you had the Metrodome. You know, all of those people were, were basically coming. That area now, unless there's a Vikings game, there's nothing there's there. Nothing there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and again, that part is all, it's all residential. It's all condominium buildings. Now. What, what I think is really funny, Grumpy's on Washington, mm-hmm. kind of the the... The bar drinkers bar in Minneapolis still, right? The people who like to go to a bar and drink. Grumpy's is that, right? And it's fun. Mm-hmm. They're going to rip that down and build a condo building. I'm like, no. You're kidding. How do you get rid of Grumpy's in Minneapolis? But look at Daniel Guerra. Same yep. thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he I mean, just, he's going to rebuild, though. Yeah, right? but yeah. but he just basically said, listen, I... I, I My property is worth way more. It is. Yeah. And, you know, and he's... And Danny's not stupid. No. Danny's a really smart guy. Absolutely. And just realizes that this is going to become the future. Mm-hmm. And, and and he, I think he's pretty smart for doing it, to be Absolutely. honest. Yeah. So about in 1993, you're going to talk about the first time you got hammered out of gears. No, my buddy, (laughs) Brian Bankstein said, I'm going to put a craft beer bar in O'Gara's. I'm going to get some tanks. I'm going to brew my own beer. And I said, that seems a little dumb. And he did it 20 years before anybody had a concept of how cool that would be. Really? So he brewed hmm. beer for O'Gara's for years. That's right. I forgot that they had a yeah, brewery and, in Yeah, and he was the one who bought all the... And I thought, he was so far ahead of the game. And I was like, good for you, Brian. What's he doing now? He's an attorney. <laughs> so, But you know, he, he can literally say, hey, I'm one of the first right. craft brewers in this town. I don't know. He, he was not before Summit, so Summit was around, right? Because okay. we were still in high school when Summit opened. But he was, but was shortly thereafter. The concept was oh still my, novel. Oh, my God. He was, he was early. 90s and where people were looking at him like are you sure because he was a real bright guy right mm-hmm. and i'm like are you sure you want to 
get into the beer brewing business. There's not a lot of, you know, and he didn't, he wasn't making his own beer to sell outside of O'Gara's. He was, was following a recipe. Yeah. Well, no, he was making his own recipes, but oh. it was only sold in O'Gara's. I got and, you. Okay. And, it, and I think the names were beer number one. And then, oh, I want O'Gara's beer number two. But you at know, that time, no, that works. That was the only thing. I was like, oh, it's something different. You know, it was, it was really cool, but it, it didn't, he was just ahead of his game. And I thought, oh, what a shame. Cause and he would, would you, be a mega guy right Would now. you give it the, I'll have number one, please. Oh, I know that Brian makes a fine number three. Right. You me. should try number two, yeah. uh, room temperature. <laughs> it's to die no, for. No, I didn't. But it was funny. We were talking about um, taste buds because one of the beers that I tasted from Ballast Point, um, their, their new one that has the Utah partnership thing, I said, this smells and tastes just like pumpkin pie, but without the pumpkin. It had that same spiciness, but no pumpkin flavor. And they were we were talking about how people's hmm. taste buds are just all over the board. You can't really tell anything. And uh, Gabby told a story about this red and white wine tasting. They would tell people that it was red wine, but it was white. And people couldn't tell the difference between red and white wine. It's like, uh, forget it. My my palate doesn't know what anything is. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, that was fun. Thank you. I, hey, I, I thoroughly enjoyed today's show. You are the best. I, I try to be. So that uh, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Uh, if you missed any portion of tonight's uh, program, you can always check out the podcast and you can find it online at 1500ESPN.com and also available on Podcast One. Manny Hill, thank you. I will see you tomorrow. All right. And uh, the Dan Levitard Show is up next right here on the home of Sports Talk in the Twin Cities, 1500 ESPN. Our thanks again to Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits and our friend Gabby from Ballast Point. Until next Thursday night, we'll talk then. Cheers.